everybody. Welcome to another episode of Badass Digital Nomads. And unfortunately, our guest today had to cancel five minutes before the podcast because apparently due to internet problems in Portugal. So that's ironic considering this is a podcast about digital nomads and remote work, but it is what it is. But the show must go on, so it's just me. Yours truly, but that's fine because there's always something to talk about. So today's topic is the best life advice I've ever received. The five best pieces of life advice I've ever received. And it's interesting the way life works and synchronicities because I answered a question on Quora where I happen to be a huge Quora nerd. If there's any other fellow Quora nerds out there, follow me on Quora, Kristen M. Wilson, because I'm on there answering questions all the time because that's just who I am as a person. Um, so I answered this question on Quora and I thought it was a pretty good piece of Monday motivation. So I posted it on social media and people were liking it. And then... As it happens, I just was confronted with all kinds of amazing life advice throughout the day. And I was like, wow, this is good enough to go in my actual post on Quora. But I haven't put it in there. But instead, I'm just going to share it with you on the live stream. So it's basically it's up to, I think, eight pieces, eight to ten pieces of life advice both from my entire life that people have told me that I've remembered because it was so good and also that I saw this week from some badass rock stars online that I want to share with you. But first things first, there's so much going on this week. I have I have announcements, guys. First, I would like to thank my uh, Patreon patrons for for being patrons and supporting content to help people achieve freedom and happiness in life through remote work. That's what we're doing. So thank you to everybody who supports. Thank you to everybody who watches, listens, and comes live. But a big special thanks to my patrons. And I would also like to thank everybody who has left a review on Badass Digital Nomads on iTunes because the first few weeks of launching a podcast are very critical. I think you have up to, well, like the first one or two weeks are very critical and then up to eight weeks is the only opportunity you have to really get Apple's attention and be featured as a new podcast. And I think that the the guests on this podcast and the content will be valuable to a lot of people. Like last week we had Freya Casey on how to start an online business as a single mom. You know, we are always having people from different backgrounds. We had um, Krista Romano from Lisbon who has been a digital nomad for six years on how she quit her job and then leveraged her skills to become a digital nomad first by, teaching English and then now working in online marketing for a company. And then we also had Katie McNulty of The Traveling Light who came onto the live stream from Italy and she 
quit her job with the Tourism Board of Australia and has relied on freelance writing and photography and her blog to support her in the last six years as a digital nomad. So I get inspiration from all of these guests and I hope you guys do too. So it really helps if you leave a review or share it with your friends who might benefit from this information. So I'll read a couple of the reviews from this week. Aiden's in the live chat. You posted a review, didn't you? I don't know if I can see it because you can only see the ones from certain countries unless people send them to you. So post it in the live chat if you wrote a review and you want me to read it. So the first one we have is help requested from the Netherlands. He says, if you're interested in becoming a digital nomad, Kristen is the girl to listen to. Not only has she earned her stripes as a digital nomad, she's also dedicated to helping others avoid some of the digital nomad pitfalls that so-called gurus fail to mention because she cares. This is the real deal. Thank you, help requested for your review from one of my favorite countries, the Netherlands. Next, we have Michael Steffen from Finland. He says, great stuff, Kristen Wilson. I listened to all the episodes in one sitting. So inspiring. I subscribed and gave a review, but I'm not sure whether it was successful since I can't find it now. Can't wait for more. So that happens. If you post a review and you don't see it, it's because it takes a while to get through the Apple layers of approval. Even when I publish the podcast every Tuesday, it goes live on Apple last. I don't know. Also, I heard today that iTunes is officially dead, that Apple is now Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, and Apple TV, which brings me to my next announcement, but not before reading one more review. Top three. This one's from KBAR95, one of my subscribers on Traveling with Kristen. Hi, KBAR. The title of the review is Digital Nomad Expert, and he says, simply stated, Kristen is an expert in the digital nomad lifestyle, and she has a wealth of knowledge on so many related topics such as travel tips, health insurance, bank accounts, etc. She shares her experiences and enthusiastically answers questions for those interested in becoming digital nomads. The podcasts interviewing other digital nomads provide insightful information as well. Kristen is a great resource for those interested in becoming a digital nomad. Thank you, K-Bar, for your review. We have some people in chat saying that they wrote reviews, but iTunes doesn't show it yet. So just it, it should come up in the next 24 hours. So thank you so much for that. And Aiden and Larry are also Quora and Medium nerds. Are you listening? Are you guys Medium and Quora nerds? If so, then let me know. Okay, so news. Something happened yesterday that is unprecedented that really fits in with the theme of today's life advice. One of my life advice tips, I'll give you a preview. One of my five life advice tips is that hard work always works. When in doubt, if you work harder than anyone else, you will be successful. This is classical advice that successful people like Gary Vaynerchuk swear by. And sometimes I need to convince myself of that because sometimes it feels like you're not making any progress when you're working really hard. But then one thing happens, one little glimmer of hope, one little piece of light at the end of the tunnel, which my tunnel is already kind of filled with light anyway because it's so much fun every day 
and I'm surrounded by so many amazing people in this digital nomad and traveling with Kristen community. So it's not even bad, but I officially have a travel channel on TV now. So traveling with Kristen has been syndicated onto Roku and next will be on Amazon Fire TV. Hello. <laughs> I mean, I saw that yesterday. Like I knew it was happening because I signed the agreements and everything. But it was just seeing the channel art and seeing that it's a channel that you can add to your TV at home. And like the branding and everything that the team did it was just so shocking. It, I don't know. It, I saw it at like one in the morning <laughs> as I was answering messages and emails last night. And I don't really know what to say. I think it's just, yeah, I've spent so much time and energy on making these videos and never expected that. But that's the thing that happens when you follow your ideas of what you want to do. Life and the universe and God and whoever else you want to think about or how you want to think about it, how life works, is always seems to be a surprise. Like it's always more creative and something always something different always happens than what you expected. So like whereas my vision might be very narrow for what I'm doing and I'm on like a I'm like a one track mind. I'm helping people become digital nomads and I'm doing it by sharing what I'm doing and talking about it and explaining it. And then other people notice and start wanting to work with you and collaborate with you and share your stuff <laughs> for you. And then you end up with a TV channel. <laughs> I don't I mean, when I was a little kid, I always wanted to be, oh my God, is that the, hold on. <laughs> that was literally the Roomba. <laughs> okay. These live podcasts at home, you just never know what's going to happen. So luckily I'm wearing pants. Just kidding. I always do. But anyway, if you're thinking of doing something and you pursue it, you don't know what's going to happen after that. It can be even better than you expected. So that was super cool. So that's an announcement. This is it. This is my TV channel available on Roku. You can see like different content that I have here. It's all available on YouTube. I think it's just the fact that it's now available on streaming TV that it just like you can add it as a channel. I have a travel channel. There's these other channels too. Oh, look, the Florida channel. And people rated it already. I don't even have Roku, but so cool. If you have Roku, then thank you. <laughs> I guess watch my, watch my channel. So, whoa. Another thing that happened this week, I'll just keep sharing my screen, is that we have new travel vlogs. We have the Kyoto travel vlog part two, and we have the Estonia road trip vlog part two. So if you haven't checked those out, if you're interested in Japan or Estonia travel, then check those out on Traveling with Kristen. Then if you like food, I'm on the Destination Eat Drink podcast talking about the best food I've ever had on, in the world. 
across 60 countries. And um, that podcast is out. So I guess I'll put all of these links in the comments and the description and the show notes. And then yesterday, I was on the Maverick show with Matt Bowles, episode 35, Badass Digital Nomads, Personal Brand Building, and Designing Your Path to Location Independence in 30 Days with yours truly, Kristen Wilson. And you can hear about how... (laughs) How I got stuck in a car in Nicaragua in 2008. I was in the middle of Managua, in the middle of the municipal riots during the elections that year. And there were people outside my car with guns and weapons and sticks lit on fire and cherry bombs and all sorts of things. And they were pissed because... There was, there were fraudulent elections or there was, I don't know what was happening, but I don't want to say the exact details. Anyway, you can hear that story. It's on the Maverick show as of yesterday. And I will link to that below. What else? (laughs) I don't know when this particular episode will go live on the podcast, but I applied for this job. This is the first job I've ever applied for, and I'll tell you why. And if you watched my live stream on Sunday, oh no, I didn't mention it on the live stream. I'll show you. This is the Bumble Global Connector Bee. So if you are a personal friend of mine, then you've heard a lot of my online dating stories. (laughs) Um... I'll share this. So this is it. Travel the world as Bumble's global connector bee. Bumble is in search of a global connector bee to travel the world, meet new people, and share the story of their journey along the way. So thank you to everybody who commented on Bumble's Instagram post and recommended me for the job. Carly Faye says traveling with Kristen is perfect for this job. Catherine Marston says, highly recommend traveling with Kristen. Uh, Bumble would be lucky to gain such a gem. Gracefully expat said, Kristen's your girl. No one's adventures I'd rather follow. I love all of you guys. But if you do know, know me, well, you guys do know me, but it's Larry knows about this because we had a, a live stream. Larry's one of my patrons. We did a live stream for Patreon. And it says that the responsibilities of this job include creating engaging content that tells your experience about Bumble. Basically, the role is traveling, creating content of all types, video, written content, everything, having the ability to travel to places like Australia, Germany, Mexico, Norway, um, having a lot of experience with the Bumble app and the BFF, the biz, and the dating apps. I definitely do. I use Bumble all the time. I mean, it's how I meet people in a lot of countries, not just romantically, but just like friends and just people to hang out with. I've met people at Oktoberfest that way. I've met um, people to collaborate with in business that way. I've gone on dates. I've gone to parties. I've gone to so much stuff through Bumble. I really love it. 
And yeah, the the job description is just like <laughs> a description of me. So I created an online portfolio for them and I applied for that job. So we will see what happens. And then the same or like the next day I get this notification that I have a TV channel. It's just been a crazy week. So those are the announcements for today. So let's get to the life advice, shall we? And so if you're in the live chat right now, let me know what you think and if you have any questions for today. And then we'll get to the live chat. There's just as much life advice in the live chat as there are questions and comments. I love it. I love this team. <laughs> I can't wait to read this live chat. Awesome. You guys are awesome. So yeah, I'm a TV host now, I guess. Who knew? I mean, I thought I would just be hosting my own show. I didn't know it would be, yeah, law of attraction. Who knows? Who knows? So let's get to the life advice. Here's my Quora profile. I'm the top writer in digital nomads. Shocker. <laughs> and location independence. Uh, I know about some things. Digital nomads, visiting and travel, location independent lifestyle, international travel, Japan. So what's the best advice you've ever received? So what the first piece of advice, well, these are in no particular order because they're all equally good. But the one of the best pieces of advice I've ever received is to get out of I don't know. Just the concept, getting out of I don't know, this is really helpful. Because typically when you feel anxious or worried or scared or stressed out, it's typically because there's something going on that you don't feel like you have under control. Something that, yeah, you feel like it's out of your control or that you just don't know what's going on. You don't know what to do, right? So when we feel out of control and we don't know what to do, it's like a downward spiral. So a very simple way to get out of that downward spiral immediately is to just get out of I don't know. So when you have a problem and you're unsure of something, just think of your job being as to find the answer. And this is so applicable to traveling and remote work and entrepreneurship because a lot of times things happen, especially in, in life in general, but especially in travel, especially in business, and especially when you're combining the two, am I right? And you don't know what to do. And so by definition, every problem has a solution built in. It's like a law of physics. So if you just think of it as, okay, well, I don't know what to do. I should start figuring it out. What should I do next? What would I do next if I knew what to do? And just kind of make it into a question like that. So basically your step is just to find the answer when you don't know. So whether you don't know what to do for work, if you don't know why an advertisement isn't working in your online marketing, if you don't know which country to go to, if you have a problem in a, a country that you're traveling through and you don't know what to do, like there's always a solution and it's kind of comforting to know that. And so when you just start to take steps to solve that, all of a sudden you have the answer and it's like, oh, it wasn't such a big problem. I just didn't know the answer at that moment, but now I do. 
So that is really helpful for me. I, I don't know. Let me know if that sounds good to you. And the second piece of advice is don't get bitter, get better. I love this one. Just use this to your advantage. I mean, this mindset shift, whenever you, if you're looking at Instagram and you feel jealous of somebody or you see somebody, someone doing something that you want to do, but you haven't done it yet or anything else, you lose a game. Let's say you're playing sports. Don't get bitter, get better. And I've heard this on and off through life, but I just heard it again on, (laughs) this is kind of embarrassing, on Chopped. Does anybody watch the Food Network? It's like one of my favorite shows, Chopped. And one of the cooks on there was saying that his old boss told him that. And I was like, yes, I love that advice. Because it doesn't let you sit in the bitterness of whatever the issue is. It just puts that responsibility back on you to just do better and get over it and get over yourself. So a related piece of advice on that note that I read in a book. I read this. I bought this book in 2007 and I just reread it for the third time. And I always find something new. And it's called Eating for Beauty by David Wolf. So I used to be a raw vegan I only ate raw fruits and vegetables and nuts and seeds. And I've experimented a lot with diets and healthy lifestyles and now intermittent fasting. And I've really done it all because I just am fascinated by the human body. But Ryan Holiday recommends rereading books as much as possible. So I've started reading the same book two and three times and it helps you helps the information sink in more and it helps you apply it more. And, you know, you only retain a small amount of what you read, hear, and see. So the more times you repeat it and brainwash yourself, the more chance you have of it sinking in. So this piece of advice is turn frustration into fascination. It's impossible to feel a sense of annoyance and wonder at the same time. So choose to be fascinated rather than frustrated about a problem. And you might be wondering why was that in a book? about food, (laughs) about raw food. And it's because you are what you eat and you are what you think. And David Wolf, like love him or hate him. I love him personally. I think he's great. He's like a nutrition guru. He is really good at making parallels between food and life. And, you know, sometimes we can make fun of people who seem too woo-woo, and I'm saying we, but like I am one of those people. But they're right. I mean, my dad, for example, used to give me shit when I was vegan because I had eaten meat my whole life. And I do eat meat again. I've come full circle and now I just eat whole foods. It's not all raw, but I try to eat a lot of vegetarian food. I just try to eat a lot of fruits and vegetables and like real food as opposed to processed food. But my dad used to make fun of me for that and I was like you know (laughs) fine make fun of me all you want but the people who are at the juice bar going to yoga eating their salads and like getting excited about arugula and durian fruit like me they look a certain way like most of them have some kind of spark or something like they're happy people like they have kind of like a lust for life because they're so connected. 
they're spending so much time in meditation and moving their bodies in eating good food and preparing it themselves and if you look at a person like that versus a person who lives in a place where for whatever reason they don't have access to fresh fruit and vegetables and they're just eating crackers and chips and fast food they're gonna just look different they're gonna feel different they're gonna have less energy they're gonna be they're gonna have less happiness because their food quality is low and the energetic qualities to the food are different if you're eating like a bag of Doritos versus a bag of organic carrots or something. So anyway, that's that. Advice number four, which I told you at the beginning, is that hard work always works. Like, of course, we want to work smarter instead of harder, but if you work hard you're going to uncover different ways that you can work smarter. And if you work really hard, you're just going to be better than the competition. So Michael Phelps is a classic example of this. Apparently, he never missed a day of practice, of swimming practice. He just practiced every single day. And Sean White as well with snowboarding. He lived... I think at a resort, a mountain resort in California. And he just had more days of practice on his snowboard compared to his competition. And that wins Olympic gold medals. So if you work hard and you practice a lot, of course, people can say perfect practice makes perfect and deliberate practice makes perfect and whatever. But if you just work hard, you're going to do okay. And advice number five is a classic Winston Churchill, if you're going through hell, keep going. And this came to mind because it is the 75th anniversary of D-Day. And also because Winston Churchill is a very polarizing figure, but I think he is was a very smart person and he has a lot of great advice that has withstood the test of time. And travel tip, if you find yourself in London, I highly recommend the Churchill War Rooms which were the allied headquarters during world war ii it's one of the coolest museums i've ever seen so put that on your list so this advice stands on its own but just having that perspective of whatever personal hell you're going through or if you're having a bad day chances are it wasn't as bad as many of the days that winston churchill had so it kind of like wakes me up and helps me get a little bit of self-awareness when i think i'm having a bad day i'm like is it objectively bad? Can I change my perspective on what's happening today? Can I decide not to be annoyed by what's happening? Can I just move on with it? Like even today, okay, so my guest on the podcast canceled last minute. Oh, well, shit happens. We're still having the podcast and we're going to get something else out of it. And we're having a, a conversation that I had no idea we were going to have today. So that's cool. And I have a podcast crush on Naval Ravikant, the founder of AngelList. And I happened to hear something on his podcast this week where he had, it was an old episode, but I listened to it this week. He says on his podcast that you can make luck your destiny. In other words, you can neutralize bad luck or unluck by just being persistent and working hard and 
if you keep going. And I think that is a combination of what Winston Churchill said and what David Wolfe was trying to say and what Gary V says. I mean, when the times get tough, the tough get going, right? Like if you keep going, you're going to eventually <laughs> get out of whatever the situation is. But I think also as human beings and as a traveler and as an entrepreneur or being self-employed, I've noticed that we really don't have another option. The only option you have if you quit on something that you really shouldn't quit at, if you're quitting for the wrong reason, not because it's no longer the right thing for you to do, but you're quitting because you're frustrated, you give up. The only thing you're going to get from that is a regret. And we know that later in life, these regrets start to pile up. That's what the old, that's what the elders told, told us or tell us. So before quitting something, think about it. Are you going to regret it in 20 or 50 years? Are you going to regret quitting it? Or are you going to be like, yeah, that was a waste of time. I'm glad I quit that and did this because this was better. So think about that and let me know what you think in the comments, in the chat. What was next? Um, so that was my Quora post. And then I also, well, I was catching up on email and Google alerts and messages, and I ended up on some great Medium articles that I would like to share. These are people that I follow on Medium. The first one is Darius Furu, I think. I actually asked him to come on the podcast because he's a freelancer and he wrote an article called How Writing Changed My Life. And I picked one piece of it. You can read the whole article on Medium, but the most important thing that he said or the thing that stuck out to me the most is that self-awareness is one of the most important skills that predict career success. So I've been working a lot with my group and my first online course in the Digital Nomad Challenge. And we talk a lot about how just self-exploration and self-awareness can help you be successful at becoming a digital nomad or becoming location independent or getting out of a toxic work situation. So I, out of this article with that has many tips, it has, well, it has five main tips, but that was the one that I think is most relevant to you guys and then next we have another one of my favorite writers this guy is awesome his name is Ayo Ayodeji Awosika I just call him Ayo or Ayo he's really cool and he wrote this article called the secret to achieving goals even if you have no money or resources and he's one of my favorite writers on Medium, too. He now has 26,000 followers on Twitter. No, on, um, on Medium. And I am, we're Twitter friends. So because I just was reading so many of his articles and we started commenting. And I make so many friends on Medium. I recommend it as a, the best social network right now. So he once had to go to the library and his friends' houses to work on his computer because he couldn't afford to pay his electricity bill. And he says that the secret to achieving your goals when you have no resources or money is to start where you are. 
and do what you can with what you have. So I recommend reading this article because he makes some really great points and some life-changing phrases here. But start where you are with what you have. Just let that sink in for a minute. So many of the top YouTubers that have $10,000, $20,000 camera setups, they started with just a cell phone and like not just any cell phone, like a fourth or fifth generation iPhone. So when you think about starting on a project, starting where you are, that's the only place you can start, right? It takes the pressure off and starting with what you have also takes the pressure off. You don't have to go out and buy fancy stuff or know everything. You just start where you are. It's really the only option. So you can either resist it or you can go with it. And I really love that. And also he says here that the resistance is a clever creature that masks itself in rationalizations. So think of Ao, who didn't have electricity, didn't have Wi-Fi, and had to find a place to go and write and work. He had to work with what he had. He had to start where he was. And now he's in a different place. He's an inspiration. And then this other article, it's kind of has a... Uh, <laughs> Kind of has a clickbaity headline, but I really like the writer who is Anthony Moore, and it's in the startup, which full disclosure is a publication that I publish to on Medium. I'm a contributor there, but it is called Want to Make Millions? Then Act Like a Millionaire, and it has a photo of Bill Gates. But he makes a good point here. He says, how you act determines how you are. If you want to be something, then act like it. If you don't want to be something, then stop acting like that thing. I recommend reading this article too. Whether or not you want to be a millionaire, that's really irrelevant. It's just, I highlighted it. Look, how you act determines how you are. As a man thinketh, so he is. As he continues to think, so he remains. Your outer world is a reflection of your inner world. And this all relates back to my Quora post and the advice that I posted from David Wolf, because you are what you eat, you are what you think, you are what you consume. Your life is just going to be different if you're reading books every day and consuming important content that is helping you grow as a person versus if you are binge watching shows and playing video games all day in your sweatpants. Like you're just, it's just gonna, it's inputs. That's all it is. It's just two different inputs and there's not just two, there's infinite number of them. You can choose to go to the store and buy like a whole bag of junk food for five bucks. Or you can go buy a whole bag of fruit and vegetables for five bucks. Well, it depends on how much, where you're living, what's your cost of living. But you know what I mean? We all have choices. So start treating yourself the way you want to be, the way you want to be treated. And you will start to fulfill that because it's just science. So that's what I have for you guys today. 
And I definitely will adopt the name Christagram for my Instagram. I think that's probably some sort of copyright infringement. So we just, I think Aiden made that up. He said, yeah, Christagram. When I live stream on Instagram, it's a Christagram. So I'm going to head over to the chat and read some comments. Aiden, Larry, Surya are here. Aiden agrees. He says hard work beats talent when talents don't work hard. Larry also says that luck and being in the right place at the right time helps. It totally does. But what Naval was saying on his podcast is that by doing a certain number of actions, you neutralize luck. Of course, there's still bad luck and good luck or unluck instead of bad luck, as he calls it. But the more actions you take in the world, the more data points you're setting along the way and the more things are just going to happen. For every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. So every time you make an action, there's some reaction from your environment. And many times those actions are opportunities. So the more things you try to do, eventually something will happen that you perceive as good luck. That's what Naval was saying. And I agree. Aiden also says there's the slight edge principle, which is doing small things every day, which compound day after day. Totally. The compound effect, the slight edge principle, 1% improvement every day is a compound interest. It's a compound return on your investment. And it's easier. It's easier to make 1% or 0.1% improvements every day than it is to do one thing completely different and like change your life that you've lived the same way for 20, 30, 50 years. You can't just change it overnight. It took you a long way to get that way. (laughs) So old habits die hard, but they still die. Somebody said that the other day. I think it was Ben Hardy. They do die, but it just takes some effort to dislodge them sometimes. Yes, next up, the cartoon series. It's quite funny, actually, that I saw Gary V's cartoon that he just came out with, and I was like, well, I already have a cartoon. It's like my logo is a cartoon, Traveling with Kristen. I think it's fun. Hi, Adam. Adam is here. AFL0512. Darren is here. Hey there. Larry says every problem has a solution, just not always the solution you desire. True that. I've been working a lot lately on seeing things for what they are and not what I want them to be. But there's just a non-zero chance of things happening that we don't like in life and we don't like what we do every single day. You know, sometimes we have to do boring stuff. Sometimes bad stuff happens. But this suffering, this certain amount of suffering is what ties human beings together. And it's what helps us to relate to people and stories that are from thousands and thousands of years ago. People haven't changed, just technology has changed. And even though bad things happen, you know, it's okay to be sad. It's 
It's okay to be mad. It's okay to have the emotions that we have that are built into us as human beings, but we also have developed brains that allow us to choose how we react to things. And we have self-control and we have self-awareness if we want to work on those tools, if we want to listen to our intuition, if we want to recognize these things. So it's all a choice. And that's the cool part about life is that we have choices and digital nomads too. I wrote an article on on what it means to be a digital nomad. And the what I came up with is basically we have freedom, we have opportunities and choices, and we also have responsibilities. And that's on my Medium page. <laughs> Walt says today on the cartoon series, Kristen finds Waldo. Well, it's really funny because my Twitter is called Where's Kristen? Like, where's Waldo? Because before there were there was so much social media, people used to always ask, like, where's Kristen? Because they didn't know where I was, <laughs> which country I was in, what I was doing, where I was. So, well, thank you guys for coming to this impromptu live stream. Um, I apologize that... The other guest wasn't here, but that's okay. I can do some by myself sometimes too. And there's also some videos coming out soon. One is with Common Grounds, which is a co-working membership in the Netherlands and Sweden. So that video is done. That will be out soon on Digital Nomad TV and also a video that I got today, which is an interview with my friend Will, who moved from the U.S. to Argentina and became an Argentine citizen. So he talks, it's filmed in person in Buenos Aires, and he talks about what it's like to live in Argentina as a foreigner, why he made the decision to get a work permit and then permanent residency and then citizenship, and what are the benefits to people who are interested in doing that. So that's going to be posted soon on Digital Nomad TV as well. And also next week we have an interview with Kristen Machman, who was a longtime employee at Poker Stars and has now transitioned into becoming a digital nomad. So she's gonna be on the stream live. I'm really excited to talk to her and have her tell us what it was like working for the biggest poker site in the world but why it's better now that she's a location independent freelancer and solopreneur. So thanks guys. I appreciate you and see you next time on Badass Digital Nomads.